Hey, Internet. Get to see our lovely faces for the first spot, I guess, unless you know us personally. That's not probably seen our face too much i think most of our listeners have uh have seen our faces before as unfortunate as that is nobody's seen my bitching cow mug uh that is true it's it's a mug with cows i don't want to sound i I don't want to sound like a wiener but i'm using this specifically because i knew we're doing video for the first time and i just want everybody to know i like and that was the mug you chose to show up well the official official outrage factory mug is dirty so because i had that yesterday oh, we do have those. right yeah yesterday when we were going to record and then i fucked up my internet and we couldn't record i had that mug so now it's dirty so i'm using this mug right hey before we get into all that shit welcome to outrage factory the podcast where we look at the main th- it made the things that made people mad online uh and explain why they're dumb for caring uh, coming to you live from isolation for a second straight week, I am your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm your co-host, Dale DeRuder. Uh, hey, Dale. Yeah. Congratulations on officially outliving April Fool's Day. Today, this was the year April Fool's Day oh my God. died. Right? Did you even know that oh. it was? How could you not know? Everybody online was like, if anybody does anything for April Fool's, I'll fucking kill you. Like everybody, I saw like 10 of those posts first thing in the morning and then like nothing about April fools, but it's good because April fools is the equivalent of dad puns. Like everybody's like, Oh yeah. Nice April fools joke. And then it's like those couples online who shouldn't be married, who post videos of them, like, pranking each other a little too hard and you're like what's what's going on in this marriage that you're fucking slapping each other while you sleep <laughs> yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's not a prank that's yeah. assault that's that's not even passive aggressive it's aggressive aggressive it is sorry we went uh on on live for I'm live are we still recording yeah we're still recording oh my god uh, i'm gonna this, try going this will be again. the juicy tidbits on the behind the scenes then all right, we're live again. Oh, good. What do you think? Was it just too much bandwidth? Who the fuck like, knows, man? Tech technology. Was I talking too loud? Too much sexiness. Too many collared shirts for yeah. this. Uh, this Blue meeting. collared shirts, the official shirt. Oh, I wanted. To, I just wanted to before we slip in to all the like societal collapse talk and how we're super scared of COVID. I do want to point out one silver lining to this whole COVID thing. Which is? So today is the first day of April, the fourth month of the 20th year. And like six months ago, everybody was shitting their pants because they were like, we get 420 for a whole year. And all these skids were super pumped. But guess what, fuckers? You don't get it. Once in a lifetime chance that COVID stole it from you. I mean, that's not even, that's a big fucking silver lining, but you think I'm so like happy. all I'm the so other happy. events that are obnoxious that have been canceled, like uh, Nickelback tours or, uh, you know, uh, baseball or yeah. <laughs> like just everything that has been uh, removed from the calendar. Baseball? The- Sorry, that just registered. <laughs> <laughs> The world's shittiest sport. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's not pretend soccer doesn't exist. True. That's gone too. <laughs> like everything is canceled. So uh, there are some, uh, some, some wins for humanity in that. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I'd I'd have to say that. Like, and if this stretches out long enough, we won't have to put up with Burning Man. Like seeing when, pictures, seeing does, pictures of the summer, I guess. Wow. I mean, you're still gonna have to see pictures because people will be posting. Like, there'll be some dumb fucking virtual Burning Man. Uh, oh my god! Cool. Oh my god! This guy at work. I hope he doesn't listen to us. He probably doesn't listen to this. He was like two weeks ago. I was like, so how was your first weekend? This was like, however long this has been going on, like three weeks ago. And he's like one of the higher ups, like one of my bosses. I was like, how was your weekend? Not going out. Ha ha ha. He's like, oh, we did a virtual rave. And I was like, awesome. I mean, I've seen there, there have been, it's been really interesting to see how all these like virtual or digital events pretty much entirely taking place through zoom, which is what we're using to record right now. Uh, yeah. I've just kind of stepped in and taken the place, but it's always like, did you ever see a uh, silent disco? Like, were you ever at an event where they had a silent disco and it's just like, Oh, I went to, uh, so I went to Coachella one year and on the night before. (laughs) Derek's been to Coachella. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but he's a seasoned seasoned concert goer. I did spend four days sweating my dick off in a tent in the desert and not. Lady! <laughs> four days of sweaty dick. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> um, but they had the very first night before the whole festival kicked off, they had this yeah. fucking uh, silent disco and you would like walk up and like, luckily everyone was drunk or high enough to not give a shit, but it was a bunch yeah. of people standing around wearing headphones, dancing to music that only they could hear. Uh, and it wait, was, wait, were they listening to their own music or was it all like... No, it was all like one, one music. So it was like a radio station. E- sure. Well, no, they had like a DJ on the stage. No, I know, but it's, it was like people were like, hey, this is a radio station. We're all listening to the same music and... In we're, our, we're dancing yeah. to it in our own little... Yeah, and it was uh, super fucking awkward... Um, so that's kind of what this is now. Like, I think it's, it's cool to an extent, but at the end of the day, you're still just dancing by yourself in your living room. Uh, Uh, Yeah. I think the one thing you would learn from that silent disco is the weird grunting noises you make when you dance that you don't usually hear because there's music drowning it out. Do you make grunting noises? Wow. No, because nobody could ever hear it because it's always driving. I just meant everyone else. Yeah. Everyone else except for me. Because I can't (laughs) hear me because I'd be wearing the, but you know, like you're like busting, you're like, I don't know. You're probably younger too. So you wouldn't have as many, uh, like you didn't have your like old man hip yet that you still have. What the fuck? Why does this thing stop going live? I don't know. But, uh, Still recording, right? Okay, so apparently I have to stay. We are still recording the podcast. Apologies to our podcast listeners. This is going to be probably our shittiest episode. Uh, No, we've done way shittier than this. I'm going to try one more time. That four days of sweaty dick content already has eclipsed many of our episodes. Stream ended unexpectedly. All right. Is, Is it because too many people are on the internet? Well, no, there's nobody watching our stream specifically. So we're going to try one more time. No, I mean, like, the bandwidth of the world is being sucked up. Oh, yeah. You got to think at this point, like, we are just... Could you imagine going through this without the internet? Oh, dude. Like, we were talking about this yesterday when I had my internet problems because I just... 
I'm an idiot and I didn't pay my bill on time. So it actually got cut off, which I think is a rude thing to do during COVID. Like you should maybe be like, yo, we are going to cut you off. You should have played the COVID. Please play. Sure. Yeah. Well, they're like, if you can't pay your bill, uh, you could have COVID things. And then you apply for it. You're like, how am I going to do that without internet? There's not like I could call anybody because everybody takes four hours of waiting time. That's, yeah. uh, there was a, uh, there was a uh, thread on Twitter the other day and it was like, what, what do you think uh, people are going to, uh, what is this going to change permanently in like a post COVID world? And my yeah. reply to that was essentially nobody is ever going to complain about having to take an hour to speak to a customer service rep ever again, <laughs> because like right now you're trying to call places and it's like, so I uh, went and like tried to apply a payment to my credit card. Yeah. And my credit card got canceled for uh, fraud detection and they gave me a new one and I submitted my payments to the old number and I tried messaging them on Twitter and I was like, yo, can you just like take the old pay or put, take the payment from the old card, put it on the new one. And they were like, no, you have to call us to do that. And I was like, fucking fine. And I call in and it's like a three hour wait from people trying to get uh, payments deferred or whatever the fuck is going on. So yeah. uh, now I'm just like, fuck it. Like I will never, ever complain. If I have to wait under three hours to speak to a customer <laughs> service rep from anywhere, that is a victory. Yeah, in my yeah no doubt. Like, um, yeah. And I think one thing maybe post COVID I do is buy more data for my phone. Like just pay the extra money and get a bigger data plan because this, this month, I went over, I got this message. It's like, oh, you're $50 over your bill. I'm like, what? How are you over your bill if you're not leaving home? You know you can connect your phone to your internet at home, right? Derek, were you aware? Sometimes people turn off their fucking uh, Wi-Fi because when you're driving around or you're walking around, it keeps busting into these hotspots so your pages don't load. And then you accidentally forget to return on your your Wi-Fi when you get home. So you're just fucking <laughs> blasted through Reddit on your fucking data plan. And then you go over. And you're watching the full-length pornography videos, like the, the two-hour supercut. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever watched a toilet. full pornography movie. I don't know who, like, you look at how <laughs> porn is structured. And it's like, who doesn't just watch their, like, favorite scene for five to six minutes and then call five it. to six minutes. Like who is sitting there watching? The, why? How, how long does it take you? Yeah. That, that, that long too. <laughs> Definitely not shorter than that. <laughs> Maybe 20. I don't know. I, I, I try not to keep track. It's like, I suffer from premature ejaculation. Yeah. Even when I masturbate, it's not just yeah. having sex. It's like, you get one of those clip, those like preview clips and you're like five minutes. That's not enough to do anything. And then like it's halfway over and you're like, well, I, I'm just going to go back to playing. I wonder if these porn out. companies realize on Pornhub, like that they are shooting themselves in the foot by putting, they're like, Oh, 11 minutes. Like someone's going to want to watch the full length video. Like yeah. no one is going to do that. 11 minutes is plenty. <laughs> You're going to want to pay money to see them talk before the part you want to see. <laughs> Yeah. Can I get more of the dialogue? I need to understand their character uh, motivations. Yeah, please do that more. 
Hey, speaking of, I don't even know what the segue is. Do we want to talk about some uh, some COVID news? I think we pretty much have to because that's, I don't know. I, it's like you want to keep it COVID light because everybody's like, well, me specifically is thinking about COVID and be like, what if this is the end of the world? So you don't want to harp on it, but it's like, the news cycle is pretty thin for non-COVID news. It is. Uh, to reiterate, uh, the country is fucking basically shut down until June, probably longer. Uh, uh, the end of June. Yeah, end of June. But for them to come out and say, hey, we're just warning everyone it's going to be the end of June. Uh, to me, that suggests we're looking at like September, October, maybe realistically. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um. 30, I think the U.S. hit 30% unemployment. Uh, so, like, businesses are just, like, hemorrhaging employees or money or themselves and just shutting down entirely. That's um, fucking bonkers. Yeah, you and I are both lucky enough that we both managed to retain our jobs, at least until our employers come across this podcast. But uh, Oh, hey, that reminds me. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Derek, but you're sharing a podcast with a hero. Actually, you're sharing two podcasts with the hero because Scott on your other podcast is also an essential service so yes. that his job will never go away. His is his is more essential than mine because like I work. So I guess if anybody hasn't heard me talk about this, I work at a equipment rental place where we rent boom man lifts that help people like lift up for construction. And one of the essentials services on the list is construction and then below that is support, uh, like the support offices and businesses for an essential service. So in a roundabout way, I end up being an essential service. So I'm kind of like a sidekick, I guess. And I guess Scott would be the hero. So like you're helping, like you are helping uh, what? Because the only real essential workers right now and the real heroes are... Um, the people, you know, obviously the, the healthcare workers, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, and, uh, police and I don't know, grocery store workers too. They probably have it the worst. Cause it's like, if you're working a minimum wage for a grocery store, you didn't sign up to deal with fucking everybody. Like just the level of anxiety. Like you go to a grocery store right now and the level of it, just base anxiety that everybody's feeling, just knowing what's going on. And then just being in that eight hours and not being like a trained medical professional. Like I'm not saying grocery store workers have it worse than medical staff. I'm just saying medical staff are kind of like trained for maybe not this specifically. That kind of, well, yeah. Medical staff yeah. probably get like crisis training. Whereas a gro- your average grocery store employee uh, does not fucking have any of that at all. Yeah. Like um, I, they might know where the fire extinguisher is. Well, and it's hard to like, I mean, I'm sure you could even look at it and be like, okay, it's like easy to go to the grocery store and I'm just going to go there and pick out a few essentials. And then you walk into the grocery store and you just see like, barren shelves where the hand <laughs> and no toilet paper and realize you're going to be shitting into a bucket for the foreseeable future, at least until the end of June. Uh, it's hard to look at that and not panic. Oh yeah, that's true. Like you go in there and it's just like, I don't know. One thing I do like is, is everybody gets a nice big personal bubble. Like 
nobody's bumping into you when you're looking at stuff on the shelf. Everybody's like kind of like tiptoeing around each other and like giving each other lots of space. Have you, have you found that you're like immediately, like if you go out in public and you see another human being now, you are immediately like, uh, you just kind of like, you're disgusted or revolted by that person. (laughs) Like you narrow your eyes and you're like, (laughs) I do not trust any people at all anymore. Everyone is by default a disease carrier. It's like, it's that mixed with, oh my God, another person. We're all in this together. We can make this. So it's like hope and hate just mixing together because on one hand, it's like, you are death to me, but you're also my salvation. So it's like this just big tumultuous, like up and down, like, cause yeah, like you don't want to get close to anybody cause you don't know who's asymptomatic or what's going on, but you also just need to talk to people because you can't like, if you're a, like, I don't know. Cause people just need to talk to other people. Like there's yeah. probably some, it's like, we're all in this together and we will get yeah. each other through it, but also get the fuck away from me and don't breathe on me or <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's how we'll get through it just together, but at a distance. Yeah. Like we're all in this together because of everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's us versus everyone which <laughs> might actually include you. <laughs> and until I'm sure, uh, Oh, dude, how many times I've touched my face in the last three weeks is definitely me against myself. No, oh, really? Yeah, like, still. Like, That's I'm like the yeah. one thing I am like obsessive. Watch, I'll go back and watch this video and it'll be like just me like fondling my face for an entire hour. But, uh, <laughs> well, it's I'm okay like, at your own home, isn't it? Or are you like, oh, fuck, I just did it. I just did it. Well, no, because you don't, because the shit can live on. I mean, it's okay because I haven't left my house in quite some time. But like last night I ordered DoorDash. And yeah. uh, if, you know, my DoorDash delivery had a fucking, you know, COVID-19 all over it. And then I touched that and I spread it all over the surfaces of my house. And now it's everywhere. This is, this is making my face itchy. Just talking about this. Yeah, like a bad thing is that they're yeah. like, They're like, don't fucking touch your face. And then, oh, look, it's March and seasonal allergy. I guess it's April now. But like, (laughs) hey, I hope you like allergies and your eyes being itchier than they've ever been. Oh, my God. Can't touch them. Uh, And for DoorDash, like, you don't know if that guy's a sociopath and just like licked the side of the bag. I mean, I would assume I know if I was a DoorDash driver, (laughs) I would definitely do that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, um. Oh, speaking of how long stuff lives, did you hear what they said about that first cruise ship? The, I can't, the, not the princess one, the one after that, the one where North Vancouver residents were on. But anyways, they're like, they found COVID-19 17 days after everybody had left the cruise ship. What? Yeah. They said they found stuff that was like in some of the rooms living for 17 days. I don't know if that was like in a puddle of water or if there was like something faulty with the testing process. Like somebody had like infected, like cross contamination. I think there was just a puddle of water chilling in one of the. Yeah, well, like spit or something. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like a pool, of, like an infected person was just spitting into yeah. the puddle on the floor. And that's where they found it. Cause I was going off the basis that it only lasts a day and I'm like, okay, 
this I touched yesterday, this I'll do tomorrow. So you kind of like don't touch anything for 24 hours and then you're so good. But they've said, seven, they've said, oh, remember our question about how long it could live on clothes? Yeah. Uh, they say 24 hours for like porous fibers, which is like cardboard, uh, fabric, uh, like natural, um, natural surfaces, I guess. Uh, and then seven, wood? 72 hours for like hard plastic uh, and stainless steel could potentially be even longer. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. So my whole thing was like, everyone's acting like by flattening the curve this time around. And to reiterate again, flattening the curve does not mean nobody gets the disease. It means we just slow down the rate at which everyone who are eventually going to get the disease gets the disease. Yeah. Um, it's uh, everyone's acting that by like by flattening the curve, we're going to like win against this virus. Uh, and that is definitely not the fucking case. Like best case scenario is unless every person on the planet just hibernates at home for apparently 17 days now, I thought it was 15. <laughs> 17 seems like, you know, add, add an extra three days on there uh, and lets this virus just die out everywhere it could possibly be. That's the only way we're going to like, effectively crush this thing forever. Um, All we're doing right now is like slowing the spread this time around. uh, And this thing's just going to keep coming back. Like we're not, don't tell me that just let me be in denial. Like it's going to come back. Like you were saying, you told me before that it's going to come back like seat, like a seasonal flu. Well, they said that. Yeah. Like, okay. You look at how the flu operates the flu every year. There's the fucking flu. We have never been like, let's get rid of the flu. The flu is going to be gone forever. We won against the flu. It just, it like circulates through populations always. And it's Wait, always being transmitted. That's, I got, I got the flu shot. So the flu has gone forever for me. That's, that's the, I mean, yeah, for you. And there will be a shot for this thing, you know, uh, eventually. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, my, my favorite thing in all of this is that, uh, the people who are, uh, medical skeptics are actually going to be the downfall of the United States, but like not, <laughs> not in the way anyone expected. Like I yeah. thought they, but they are actually going to like contribute to, cause you have, it's this absurd amount of people in the U S right now, basically yeah. claiming that uh, the coronavirus is like a government hoax to take their fucking guns or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, yeah, no, there's like, there's a lot of deniers. Like the, the worst part about my job is it's a trade. So there's fucking meatheads in it. I'm not saying whether that applies to me or not, no. but uh, You're with sick. these, with these meatheads, there's guys who just are like, yeah, COVID's uh, it's not that bad and stuff. And it's like, what? Yeah, it is. Just even if it isn't as bad as everybody says, just pretend it is so that it doesn't get as bad as they say it is. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is take a look at like a video coming out of the post-apocalyptic hellscape that is North (laughs) right now. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's pretty fucking bad. Like people don't just like go converting convention centers and Central fucking Park into field hospitals on a whim. Yeah, Um, that's very true. Yeah. Like that's not something that somebody looked at this and they were like, it's the flu. Let's spend all this money transforming this shit into places for people to die. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. 
I'm trying not to watch the numbers, but everybody's saying this is just like the flu. I'm waiting for that day when the amount of dead actually equals the seasonal flu. So I could be like, all right, that argument's done. Nobody can say that again. Thanks for coming out. I mean, now this is more than just a flu. Yeah. Silver lining on this is that this week, the death toll in the U.S. from coronavirus passed uh, the death toll from 9-11. So with any luck, America will spend the next 20 years waging war on viruses. Uh, <laughs> That'd be amazing. We'll, we'll be able to like eradicate every virus from the planet just like they did with terrorism. Yeah, like USA. USA. <laughs> yeah, like they could come here and get rid of our terrorism on our behalf and maybe install a puppet government to help us continually to fight par- uh, parasites, terrorism. <laughs> I was like going to combine the two words. Like ta- tapeworms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's, what else is happening in the, the headlines this week, Dale? Um, oh, I was, I was uh, uh, yesterday when we started and then false started the podcast, we were going to bring up how we should talk about how social media is shit. This just sounds like a, like a job focus group now being like, how is this affecting the media? And stuff like that, like a PSA. But like, I've noticed for sure that all this like super wokeism, like virtue signaling has almost disappeared. And okay, before when I said 420 being canceled was the best thing about COVID, I'm going to scrap that. And PC like virtue signaling getting canceled is my favorite thing about the coronavirus. I'm just trying to stay optimistic because... Uh, yesterday I kind of had a mini freak out. I'm like, what if society just doesn't come back and then everything falls apart? So I don't want everybody to think that I just think coronavirus is a good thing. I'm just trying to not focus on the world ending. Yeah. Focus on how cancel culture is now canceled. Hey. Uh, nobody's getting canceled anymore. You can be the most toxic piece of shit in the world and you're not even going to make the news. Uh, yeah. Because of all this, what you will make the news for is not staying home. That is now the absolute worst (laughs) thing any human being can do. You can get away with murder. You can sexually assault someone as long as it's within your home. If you exit your home to do either of those things, you are the worst human being. Yeah. Like um, not social distancing is the new racism. (laughs) Now it seems like a reasonable thing to say. Actually, now it's like you figure somehow like social distancing would almost be easier for racists because they already try to stay away from like like large pockets of the population. Now they just have to like include everyone else. I don't know if that's how – I think racists try to make large pockets of the population stay away from them. It's inverted. It's like the equivalent of like right now if you were to go outside and just like – fake sneezing can i pause for a second everyone in the comments is talking about fucking tiger king yes we will talk about tiger dale have you seen tiger king yet i haven't seen it because i listened to like when all this shit was going on like six months ago or whatever i listened to podcasts talking about it and i was like oh that's a garbage human being and then the show came out and like i don't really want to watch a girl get her arm ripped off or a guy shoot himself in the head because he's a complete idiot. That was the most disappointing thing is you don't actually get to see her arm get ripped off, but it's still like 
This show is insane. We will get to it, people in the comments, after we stop talking about the fucking world ending, which is a little more <laughs> in terms of priorities. Uh, anyway, what, what were we saying about coronavirus? Oh, yeah. Cancel culture is canceled. Uh, racist. It, it would be like the equivalent now if you were to like go out in public and just like start fake coughing and sneezing all over shit. Oh, um, my God. Sorry, I just cut you off, but have you seen any videos where people are doing that? No, this one dude like doing that. Oh yeah, dude, this one grocery store, some lady as a prank went in and like coughed on all the produce, so they had to throw away thirty five thousand dollars worth of food. But uh, this other guy was like threatening a grocery store clerk or something. So he like you see in the video, you see him like turn and spit, and then just out of the frame, this guy just comes in and bang, like right in the side of the head. It's like the most satisfying guy getting punched since the Richard Spencer guy getting punched. Yeah. I would fucking absolutely. Is there a video of this person getting punched? Yeah. I only saw it on Reddit. So it's like blah, blah, blah. So I don't know the actual link to the guy getting punched. Hey, sorry. Just like aside, how do you get to the video comments? What? Oh, I'm uh, on. If you go to our Facebook page. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Outrage Fact Pod. Yeah. Uh, for the listeners at home, uh, you can see the uh, the live stream, but you're going to have to mute your audio because you will hear the sound from the audio. Uh, sh- yeah, because my audio is the computer audio, so it would just mute this audio too. So I'll, I'll just I'll just let you check the comments. Yeah, it's all it's one hundred percent Tiger King right now. That's all these people want to talk about. So is it all the same people talking about it, or is yeah. it multiple people talking it's about multiple it? Multiple people talking about it. Everyone wants to hear about Tiger King. We will talk about Tiger King. Okay, I should be part of the cast. What? Oh, you are reading the comments now. <laughs> I, I, they just loaded. Tidiel, I don't know what that's supposed to mean or how to take it. So I don't want to get my arm ripped off and I don't know how to use guns. So I'm pretty sure only one cast member got their arm ripped off. And then there was the dude with no legs. Uh, also, if you went to an exotic cat farm and you saw not one, but two employees with missing limbs, <laughs> would you want a job there? Like hey, wh- the guy lost his legs in a zip line accident, not from a tiger. That's okay, what he but said. It's not like you would not assume you would be like, Oh, a person with an arm ripped off and people with two, like a guy with two missing legs. <laughs> uh, these, these tigers are fucked up. Oh uh, yeah. And I the first question I would have is how many tigers are on this farm? And he would like, how much is, I can't remember how many it is, but it's some ungodly number in like 50 acres, which is not enough for more than four tigers if you'd ask me, but I'm not a tiger expert. You are definitely not a tiger expert, but uh, you know, I'm sure uh, a lot of conversationalists would agree with you. Uh, It was 227 tigers. Everyone just wants us to talk about Tiger King. Welcome to Tiger King Factory. We're already talking about Tiger King. We're talking about Tiger King on the internet in the midst of, I guess, do people not want to hear pandemic news anymore? I Uh, think people are latching on to Tiger King because that guy's life is worse than their life at home. I think it's also like, what was the other thing that dropped? Oh, Ozark season three. Did you, uh, you and Ozark? I'm, I'm still halfway through Ozark season two. And I am a fan. 
I just put it down and then forgot to go back because I, I always like, I'll watch like half of a season, but I'll, I'll like, I'll fucking smash six episodes or something. And like Ozark's pretty heavy. So if you like smash four or five episodes of that in a row, you're like, Oh, you feel pretty. I, <laughs> I need something. That, yeah. I need something that doesn't have a blue wash on it. Just like a different color. So then I'll go watch something else, but I've been watching all of, um, Reminds like me of stand-up specials on Netflix and stuff. It reminds me of that scene uh, at the end of uh, In the Mouth of Madness when he's like, um, uh, yeah. did I ever tell you my favorite color is blue? And then he opens his <laughs> eyes and it's just that blue filter on everything. Yeah, they just start screaming on the Greyhound bus. Yeah. Uh, I, I was Sam Neill's finest role, by the way, to anyone uh, who is listening to this podcast. If you have not seen In the Mouth of Madness, uh, you should absolutely check it out. It's it's funny because that came up two days ago for me because somebody was saying, they're like, I haven't watched Event Horizon since it came out, so I'm going to rewatch that. Another great Sam Neill movie. And I'm like, you got to pair that within the mouth of madness. You can't watch one of those movies without the other. Yeah. Yeah, they're my two favorite Sam Neill movies, and they're both like sci-fi horrors. They're so good. I don't know if they stand up. Like the visual effects are probably dated in spots. But it's it's kind of that good period because it's right before digital effects when they're still using lots of practical effects. So that stuff kind of looks bad, but nothing looks as bad as old digital effects. Yeah. Like Scorpion King. I'm not sure. With The Rock? Yeah. Like, dude, he you, like, you he's like. talk about an animal and a king? Scorpion King was the original <laughs> King of the animals. That guy had his scorpion farm. He had, the, you know, the zookeeper, yeah. no arms, and yeah. scorpion bites all over her body. Uh, oh, man, we handled this all wrong. Okay, restart the podcast. What we're going to do is we're going to say we're talking about Tiger King, but it's all just going to be scorpion king stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, and when the Tiger King, he turned into the scorpion near the end to fight the main guy. That was crazy, right? <laughs> We actually need to do that. Uh, so everyone <laughs> who was listening to this or watching this, forget this happened, uh, and we're going to release a special Tiger King retrospective. Uh, ignore the air quotes I just did also. And, um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, but yeah, I, was, I uh, made a comment the other day. I was like, you know, uh, preemptive congratulations to the producers of Ozark and Tiger King because... Uh, they basically released the shows that got us through this long international nightmare. Um, yeah. They're, they're definitely going to win like a fuck ton of awards simply for that. Yeah. Like they should, the next Emmys and Golden Globes, they should be like COVID Emmys and COVID Golden Globes. Or like, because if we manage to get over this halfway through the year, there should be like, the shows that are released after that should have like different categories because there's no way anything's going to compete with Tiger King after this. Yeah. Like or, COVID categories um, that blind love or whatever. Love like, is blind. Yeah. Now that Netflix has a top 10, I'm always like, Oh, what's in the top 10. And it's lots of reality stuff. And I'm going to alienate all of our audience, but I fucking hate reality TV. That's the real reason I haven't watched Tiger King. Bro, Love is Love is Blind was amazing. Tiger King is more like a, a true crime documentary almost. Yeah. Like, it's less reality TV. 
Yeah, it's funny because it's like an accidental documentary because like someone said that they were recording all this stuff because they're thinking about making a reality TV. So they're just getting footage and then like the murder and all that shit went down. So they turned it into a documentary. It was like the two guys. Did you ever watch the 9-11 documentary about the two guys who just like happened to be shooting a documentary about firefighters in New York City? And they were like, they were there for 9-11 and they were, oh, the, no, I didn't say that. they were the only they had the only footage of the first plane hitting the tower. And then they ended up like they went into the fucking world trade center with these firefighters. And it just happened to be because they were shooting this firefighter documentary. These two totally like unheard of filmmakers Mm -hmm. uh, ended up uh, getting uh, super fucking famous because of it. Still unheard of by me. Sorry guys. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Super patriotic heroes of the movie. I've never heard your name before. That that is the level that all filmmakers aspire to is to be heard of by Dale. (laughs) Fuck your Oscars. You want a daler. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh man. If you could, you imagine those would be the worst. I'd be like, okay, this whole movie sucked, but there was this one time when he punched this guy in the face and it was looked like it was by accident. It was super funny, so that gets the award. I don't care about acting. <laughs> For it's like the the it'll be like the best screenplay is I'm like, uh, I don't actually care about plot. To me, plot is just what holds the action pieces of the movie together. John Wick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like a service conduit to get to the next fight. That's all the plot is to me. <laughs> uh, all right. What the, what the fuck were we talking about? Tiger King, apparently. <laughs> so you uh, haven't seen it. Terrell says I can't wa- talk about it because I haven't seen it. So You can't. You should watch it. We'll discuss it in our next episode, which will also be a live stream, probably, uh, seeing as how people are enjoying this shit so much. Uh, <laughs> What's uh what what else is is there anything non coronavirus related? Uh, let me check. I'm just gonna go through um do, 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 uh let's see. No, there's a bunch of stuff. Oh uh fucking Fuck Jason it. Kenny, who <laughs> did you hear about this guy? His uh was his medical minister. Somebody made a meme about him, how they were laying everybody off or that there's something to do with healthcare that the action they took, the people would then have to sign up for privatized healthcare and then he'd get all this money. So by laying people off, he was actually going to get money in a roundabout way. So somebody posted a meme about this and then he went to that person's house, knocked on their door and then screamed in their face. Like, the top minister of health in Alberta just shows up on your door and screams at you. So and then J- Jason K is like, I'm not, I'm not firing this guy. He, he did know the guy personally, apparently they had gone oh, to like medical school. Yeah. They'd gone to medical school, medical school together. Yeah. Um, so there was like a personal relationship there, but it's still fucked up that a uh you know a government minister would go like shout it reminds me of have you ever seen that picture and it's uh just some dude's garage door and all it's just don't email my wife spray painted on it in big black letters (laughs) and this is like this is like the the political equivalent of that and this is like a government minister 
going and uh, yeah, berating a doctor for posting a meme uh, on the internet, which is the most innocuous thing anyone. Yeah. And it's it like, it turned into like an internet troll's biggest wet dream. It's like you post a meme and then you make the guy so fucking mad that he comes to your house and yells at you. It'd be like, that's a, a victory. That's a feather in your cap. Like, I bet that guy brings up that story at every single social gathering once the coronavirus is over. Yeah, assuming it is over and yeah. social gatherings are a thing that exist again. <laughs> he's gonna. He's a medical guy who's going to solve coronavirus just so he could go to the bar and tell this story about how this guy knocked on his door and yelled at him. So he's going to be like a double hero. Yeah, like for internet trolls, there are like a couple. So one is like getting a reply. That's like the first level of victory. Yeah. One is getting a block. That's the second level of victory. <laughs> and then the ultimate victory is when the dude shows up at your house and yells at you uh, in front of your kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd probably have to have. Okay. So new plan. I'll have kids and then my, I'll step up my mean game. Best reason to have children right now. <laughs> so someone can yell at you in front of them. That's like, that's the only socially responsible yeah. reason to have children. That's not the best reason. That's the only reason to have kids. <laughs> like forget about seeing your progeny, fulfill your dreams and your future and carry on your lineage. Or you carry on your want, bloodline. Yeah. yeah. You just want an audience to witness your epic level internet meme trolls by the minister of the government. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> there was another uh, Jason Kenny or Albertan thing. Was there not? Oh, yeah. He, uh, so how many, med- how many people did he lay off like in the last week? You, you told me yesterday it was like 25,000 or something. Uh, oh, yeah, 25,000 uh, educate. So I think they were teachers specifically. Yeah, they're like teachers God, yeah. and support aides. So he's like, well, there's no school right now, so we don't need teachers. So he laid them all off. And then he gave $1.1 billion to, to who? The education. Pipeline. Nope, it's an oil pipeline. It's not even Trans Mountain Pipeline, the one that's coming to Vancouver to ship oil to China. It's Keystone Pipeline. Or the Dakota Pipeline. Remember that one like four years ago when it was like a year of them not building it because there were so many protests. And then they finally were like, fuck off, we're just going to build it. He gave money, a billion dollars to a company to build that pipeline. And as we all know, that miraculously salvaged uh, the world's supply of oil. Like, I don't know what Jason Kenney fucking thinks because the oil industry took a massive shit kicking just from people in China, not driving around. Yeah. Um, And now there's this huge surplus of oil. Nobody in the world is driving anywhere right now. Like anywhere. Nobody's driving a car. (laughs) So we have to wonder, like after this shit is over, assuming it's over, um, they're going to be like, paying you to fill your car up with gas because they're going to have so much fucking oil they have to get rid of. (laughs) It'll be like the opposite of all the apocalypse movies we've seen as kids where they're they're like killing each other for oil. And this one, it'll be like the oil is the stuff nobody wants. And they'll just build like disgustingly large cars and trucks. And like society will be like mobile because they'll just have so much oil that they'll have like, 
these convoys of giant vehicles that just drive to one natural resource to the other. But what I heard in defense of this pipeline, as ridiculous as it is to build a pipeline that is still under scrutiny and they're probably going to revisit if they're actually going to build it or not. (laughs) The surplus of oil has filled up the reserves in Western Canada. So it's like, we can't fit no more oil. So it's like, it's not even that taking oil out of the ground has slowed. It's like, there's nowhere to fucking put it. So they basically have to get either this or the trans mountain pipeline finished just so they can flush the toilet and get rid of some of the oil. Like if you, if you would have told me five years ago that Alberta's biggest problem is the world has too much oil and they can't get rid of it. I would have been very surprised. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne just spouted off in the comments to say uh, the Saudis and Russians flooded the market first. Not driving wasn't a reason to which I would like to reply. Shut the fuck up, Dwayne. <laughs> Your country well, no. created this virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dwayne, you shouldn't be p- popping off right now. Uh, what <laughs> actually happened. Your little Wuhan hole. <laughs> What actually happened was your country wasn't driving around, so nobody was buying the oil from the Saudis or the Russians. And the Saudis were like, yo, Russia, you better step off because nobody's buying our oil. And Russia's like, oh, we'll just make we'll just make more oil. That they'll buy it for less, but we'll make the same amount of money. And then they started an oil war Wait, by do driving a, the do price a Saudi, down. Do a Saudi accent. No, don't do a Saudi accent. Yeah, that's racist. Yeah, don't Russians... Do Russians are technically white, so I can make a Russian accent and not be a racist. Also, I don't know how to do a Saudi Arabian accent. Uh, Yeah, that's definitely for the best. Um, So, yeah, Kenny laid off a bunch of uh, people who, I mean, really, what is education good for? Uh, if you're just trying to absolutely raise, nothing, well, raise a bunch of like oil patch workers anyway, right? Like you don't, you don't need fucking school for that. <laughs> you just need a fucking trade school. Like you could become a fucking welder after grade nine. So you don't even need to like, they don't even need high schools. They could just have elementary and middle schools. Wait, you can become a welder after grade nine. Any red, any red seal trade you can start after grade nine. Yeah. As an apprentice, I don't think you could get your red seal until you're like 18 or whatever the age of maturity is. <laughs> I'm like, so there's this coronavirus thing happening right now. Yeah. Right. You yeah. with me? You with me? I think, I think it's still happening. I haven't checked the numbers in 20 minutes, but I'm pretty sure it's still going on. Okay. So we have an entire generation of children who are not attending school for the mm-hmm. foreseeable future. Yeah. And they're all trying, I mean, they're being allegedly taught by parents who have no fucking idea how to educate a child. Like I have no idea how to educate Noah. I'm just going to put him in front of YouTube and hope he doesn't watch an Alex Jones video. <laughs> hope he doesn't watch like a hundred Alex Jones videos. That'll be oh, the wait. Uh have I volunteered to watch your child? And I promise I won't get him into conspiracy videos. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, a little conspiracy is probably good right now because uh, if we were all a little more paranoid, the Chinese government wouldn't have manufactured this virus and <laughs> sprayed us down from the chemtrails. And we'd all be fine and healthy right now. 
Um, Dwayne's probably losing. His- Wait, <laughs> how is Dwayne even watching this video? I thought there was like the red curtain stopped Facebook from going over there. Uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Just oh. In case. Oh, he, oh, he's watching it on WeChat. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I can't wink. No. What? <laughs> Look, that's me winking. What? It's like I have to I have to concentrate and use half of my face to try I, and wake. I need a new podcast co-host. <laughs> you already have another one. True. We're but, gonna have an entire generation of children who are not educated by professional educators. And like, what the fuck is that gonna look like in you know five, ten, twenty years? Oh, I also it's going to look fucking messy. Like I didn't want to sound the alarm and just sound like a crazy person, but I am a crazy person with conspiracies. How many serial killers are we going to just make in 20 years because kids didn't go to school, didn't get socialized properly. Like imagine if this goes on a year and we don't let kids talk to other kids. Dude, if this goes on a year, I'm going to be a fucking serial killer. (laughs) I will murder people if this lasts an entire year. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if, in your developmental years, you just weren't able to see other kids for a year. Yeah. I mean, mean, (laughs) (laughs) okay, you go. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say at best, we're going to have a whole generation of kids that are as weird as people who are homeschooled. Yeah. Well, I was even going to just say that like, so we grew up in an era where the internet kind of like came to fruition and people started mm-hmm. like solely communicating with other people online yeah. uh, and everyone got fucking Asperger's as a result of that. So you like, you look at now you're taking away like total social interact. I'm like, have I forgotten how to interact with other people? Like, do I know how to have conversations <laughs> with people anymore? Can we get Asperger's in a month? Like, do you think people from the start of this, like, isolation till now have developed Asperger's that quickly? Yes, 100%. I was going to say also, like, um, like, everybody's, like, all these people are, this is kind of like just, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, all these people are like, I'm an introvert, blah, 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 but it's like, you have to talk to people on the internet. Like, do you still get a count as an introvert if you still need the interaction of another human? It's just through the internet. I fucking, like, nothing makes me angrier right now than smug introverts being like, although they pretty, much, they pretty much disappeared by this point. At first they were like, yeah. oh, this is going to be perfect. And now we're stretching into like week fucking four and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> and then they're like, oh wait, people are paying attention to me online and now that's the new talking to people outside so they've socially retreated off of line how have you been uh have you been keeping keeping in touch with people dale uh i text people and i still have to go to work boomer (laughs) text (laughs) because as i said i am a hero and i work for an essential business so my shop is still open so i still have to go to work and uh is it we, weird there like is everyone social distancing and like not getting too close and having conversations yeah well there's a couple guys who are like oh, i don't believe it's as bad as they are but it's like we're not allowed to like we're all supposed to keep six feet away 
Uh, the public aren't allowed in the shop to like drop off stuff. They have to like leave stuff in the parking lot and then someone goes and gets it. And then they did stuff like there's two urinals side by side, but they blocked off one because they're less than six feet together. And then it's just like, Oh, they're like, um, they freaked out. Cause they're like, cause we have an office section. Like there's the shop section where everybody's like away from each other. Cause we're always working on machines and shit anyway. But then there's the office and it's like, the office is all freaking out because their desks are all like pretty much as close as you could get without social distancing. And they're all paranoid. They're all going to catch it. And then we're all like fucking around in the shop, like making dick jokes. And then they like <clears throat> the one day they have like three times where someone came out and they're like, okay guys, everybody change your gloves. Cause we wear like these like vinyl gloves for, to do all our work. They're like, change your gloves every 10 minutes. We'll just give you gloves. And we're like, uh, okay. And then they're like, if anybody needs hand sanitizer, you can have it. It's like, but the glove thing, do we still need the hand sanitizer? They're like, yeah. Wait, do you and guys have like, hand sanitizer at your fucking shop? Oh, yeah. That's another thing. I guess they were so desperate. They got this like weird hippie hand sanitizer. So it's like, it's hand sanitizer, but it has like lavender and fucking tea tree oil in it. I mean, so, is there alcohol in it? Cause yeah, it's like, it doesn't kill anything. It still has the 70% isopropanol, but it has, it's like, it's so funny. Cause it's like spa stuff. So it's like, there's us big beefy dudes and be like, look at our machines. And then they squirt this like lavender and tea tree oil and it's like in our hands and rub it. And <laughs> on the side, it says made with good, good. And so it's like, <laughs> The new like slang at the shop is like, yo, you got any like good, good. And it just means like, give me your hand sanitizer. So it's like, just like everything else, we're making jokes about the seriousness of it. But uh, we are like, it's mostly like whenever anybody goes to tell you something, you're like, hey, six feet back, stay away from me. And like you were joking, but we're still like taking it seriously type of deal. Yeah, you should take it seriously because you're still oh, yeah. interacting with people. Definitely. Uh, and they're probably as going back to our earlier point about how everyone is the enemy, uh, they're probably just teeming with virus. So you know, <laughs> keep your well, did, did I talk about the guy on this podcast who got sent home or did I text you that? You did not. You texted me about it. If you want to uh, talk about it, go okay, ahead. I'll blow up his spot. So this guy came to work and his girlfriend had been at that medical conference or the dental conference downtown Vancouver. Remember that? Yeah. Like at the beginning of Corona where there's 15,000 people in Vancouver got coronavirus. Yeah. I recall. Yeah. So she was there and then he was, he's like a super conspiracy guy. Like he goes on Bigfoot hunts and stuff. Like I could spend multiple, what multiple podcast episodes talking about this, this guy. Sounds better than the fucking tiger King. Give this guy oh, a dude, documentary. So, and this other thing, he says there's this shadow. Okay, this is way off topic, tangent factory, but okay. So he's like, oh, there's this shadow following me. I'm like, okay, you have to fucking tell me everything about this shadow person. He's like, okay, so I was sleeping and I was like, this better not get dirty because anyways, he's like, so I'm sleeping. I woke and I up and I was covered with my own cup. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> and he's like, I opened up my eyes and there's this shadow person staring at me. And I was like, oh, so you died of a heart attack or burned your house down. The only two logical conclusions to a story of a shadow person staring at you. He's like, no, I closed my eyes and went back to sleep. And then I opened my eyes and he was gone. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. You wake up, you see a shadow person staring at you like from feet away. 
and then you just close your eyes. That's how you get murdered by a shadow person. Like you see a guy and then you start screaming as loud as you can. And like, if, okay, if I woke up and I saw a shadow person, I would probably die from screaming so loud. If that's a thing. It would be like, yeah, this guy died from screaming. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't even know it was possible to die from that, but his brain exploded. So, anyways, this is the guy that we're talking about, and he, uh, so he, his girlfriend was at the conference, and they're like, "This isn't real. It's like a government conspiracy, like what we were just busting Dwayne's balls about. Like he actually believes all that stuff." And then he was like coughing at work and he like, he said he had fevers and the guy's like, yo, if you're sick, you shouldn't come to work. He's like, oh no, man, this coronavirus is a hoax. And the guy's like, what? No, it's not a hoax. So that guy left and went and got the big boss and the big boss is like, yeah, you're going home for two weeks. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) So it's like, it was so satisfying too, because it's like, you see these people like ignore him and be like, that's not real. But then it's like, yeah, get them the fuck out of here. Only the cool kids get to play in this sandbox. Yeah. People who believe in <laughs> viruses and fucking yeah. the, the medical establishment's advice. Uh, <laughs> it blows my fucking mind that they're that like all this shit is going on. And like yeah. the virus is just like blowing the fuck up in the U S right now. And yeah. Uh, people are clearly very worried. People who have gone to school for a very long time to understand viruses and how they work and lots of people are dying. Uh, and there are still like, not, uh, not indiscriminate amount of people just like denying that this is any problem at all. Uh, A lot of religious people are having trouble coming to terms with this killer virus. Yeah. I'm finding. Well, cause it's not, uh, not God's plan. Who did this? Some not Jesus, God? that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever Some the boot, back God. But I th- yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna start like um pressing charges against these people too. I think like they saw I saw some minister down south had like a ten thousand pe- person gathering for his church, and then I think they are like charging him with like I don't know, some random shit. That was actually, that was one of the clusters. Oh, I think it was in France. The, uh, the cluster outbreak that they had was actually from a, like a, a mega church, like a, a valid evangelical gathering of people. <laughs> and there were like thousands and thousands of people there and they all got coronavirus and like went back to their own towns and stuff. Oh, Jesus. Everywhere. I thought you were talking about the Smurf thing. It's like no, that, the that, Smurfs and a mega church. France has it all. I like, I like how the Smurf gathering went off fine and there was yeah. no coronavirus from it and then fucking <laughs> your god gathering gave everyone yeah. coronavirus what does that tell you <laughs> we're all gonna come out of this worshiping papa smurf yeah exactly um yeah so i don't think yeah because you're working from home right so there's no point in talking about how your work is handling this my work handled it by three weeks ago saying hey we're working from home for the next two weeks uh, and then last week they said, hey, we're working from home at least until May 1st. 
and then this week they sent everyone $500 so that everyone could buy things for their home offices uh, and outfit their homes with what they need, which is actually pretty fucking dope. Like I'm super lucky to work where I am. Uh, and then I imagine. Wait, did, did you just say that? Cause your boss watches us now or no, you... my boss, if my boss watched this, I would not be employed. At Let me tell you that. Um, but, uh, no, it's that they, they gave us money for that. And then I assume as we get closer to May 1st, they will probably, uh, I do not foresee myself setting foot in that office again, at least before July. Um, Ooh, if I'm being honest, that's a long ways away. I think that's fucking true. Like we look at Toronto, just canceled the public gatherings for people until the end of June. Um, yeah, I think Vancouver just followed suit. Um, we have the health minister of BC saying like, do not expect shit to go back to normal. And a lot of like these plans are contingent on, uh, people in other provinces being like BC is doing pretty well by and large. Like we've managed to, I think our doubling rate is the lowest in Canada where we're like doubling the rate of infection every seven ish days, um, which is like super fucking low, but it's also contingent on like people in all the other provinces and the United States getting their shit together, um, which, you know, other provinces maybe, but definitely not. Like the U.S. is just going to be a a fucking shit show for the first Yeah, well, at least the East Coast. Like I was worried about Washington because of that, um, what was that, Kings County or whatever, where that 13 of those seniors died in that nursing home. I thought maybe it was going to explode just south of the border of us. But that's kind of slowed down where it's like New York is just like they have. I don't even think I don't think Washington slowed down. I think like, sure, maybe they slowed down. But I think it was just like everything else blew the fuck up so much that we were like, relatively speaking, Washington is no longer a problem. Yeah. Okay. I'm just looking up the numbers and Washington is still pretty high. Like they have 6,000 infected, whereas New York has 84,000. In one state, and then New Jersey has twenty-two. That's even basically that's basically in one city. Like I think, oh yeah, eighty-four thousand. Like seventy-five thousand are in New York City proper, um, and then uh, yeah, like it's just going to be fucking, and that's going to grow because it takes what like five to eight days for symptoms to present themselves. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, like that's crazy. Like if you were to like that whole takes five to eight days for symptoms to present themselves. It's like if you were going to manufacture a sickness or a parasite, you pretty much couldn't do better than the coronavirus. It's like what? it takes five what? days. Why do you keep calling it a parasite? Wait, what is it? The virus. Okay. A parasite is there- like a organism that lives in inside is it a parasite have i been wrong this whole time i I was don't don't blow me up i'm not a medical scientist okay so fine the virus you couldn't really build a better virus than this it's like you go asymptomatic for up to five days and then it takes another two weeks to get over it it can live outside on its own for maybe up to 17 days we don't know what the fuck was going on with that cruise ship um, at least three days on stainless steel. Uh, it affects different people differently. Like there's all these like random things they can't even figure out. Like that's the thing that's getting me right now. It's like, I finally got over the fact that, yeah, maybe society won't ever come back and maybe it won't be different. But then it's like, just, they don't know anything about it. It's like, cause it affects men more than women. 
And they think that's just because men are dickheads and we live worse lives and our lungs are shot. We deserve to die more for sure. That's probably a reason. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound sexist, but men are idiots and it's all our own fault. It's okay for sexists against your own sex. Okay. And then it's like, there was a study saying that it might affect different blood types differently, but that was a study of only 3000 people and it wasn't peer reviewed. And it's all like all these, they're doing all these studies, but then they're like, hey, we don't know, maybe. Ah, ooh. Yeah. And it's like, and then they're like saying like, maybe if you are around the virus more, it, the symptoms get worse. Like that's why these like young, healthy doctors are getting so beat up by it because they're around like patients. So they keep getting like the infection in them grows or something. And then they're saying like, there's like a hundred year old people surviving and then like 30 year old people dying and stuff. It's nuts. Yeah. So like, nobody has any fucking idea. At first they were like, you know, this indiscriminate, like this impacts people who have like compromised, like the regular people, like immunocompromised yeah. people or old people. Um, and now like after watching how it just kind of fucking like tore through Italy, they're like, we have no idea. Like you get it. And uh, if you get it, there's like a 50, 50 chance that you either have like mild cold symptoms or you die. (laughs) There's not a lot of middle ground. uh, And it's, it is like God's perfect killing machine. Uh, That's fucking, it's, it's crazy, man. It is like, it consistently blows my mind how fucking like surreal and bizarre this situation is. Uh, and that we are uh, living through it right now. So, yeah, and I gotta say, like all things considered, um, this apocalypse is pretty anticlimactic. Like maybe we'll get to like fucking Mad Max level. I mean, we got enough oil that we, we can get so- these big sweet ass machines that like we can all wear S and M gear and then just drive around in the desert. I mean, we can sweet. start doing that tomorrow if you want it let's go uh, we can order some bondage gear oh fucking the other thing is like i was gonna be like we can order bondage gear on amazon we can't do yeah. that because amazon uh at least in canada i think they're still functioning normally in the states but in canada if you try to order anything that isn't like an essential household item uh like i went on amazon the other day and i ordered two shirts and it was like you know expect these by may 1st and i was like well, okay <laughs> yeah Good yeah like t-shirts I was going to ask you before today, because I went to go find a headset for the, to record this podcast. I was like, oh man, I want to, I was like, oh yeah. Cause I was going to be like, oh, I'll just ask Derek to order them on Amazon. Same day delivery. I was like, oh yeah, that's not working. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was, I was just like naive person. Me, I'm just like drove to Best Buy. I'm like, Best Buy has technology. They'll have headphones. And I get there and it's like, you can't even go into Best Buy. You have to line up and you have Wait, to order. Wait, are they still... It's like you order online and then you pick it up at the store. So it's like you go there. So I got there and there's like all these people. I was like, oh, yeah, I probably should have thought of that instead of just being like, Ugh. so I went to Walmart <laughs> and Walmart's still operating normally. Oh, yeah. Walmart is and for will forever be an essential service because. Uh... Yeah, they did tape lines on the ground, though. So you have like when you go to line up, you have to like stand beside them and they turned off every other uh, serve your, uh, self-serve kiosk thing. And London Drugs is also operational. Oh, probably because of the uh, the whole drug drugstore thing. Yeah. I think all grocery stores, it says 
all grocery stores, medical supplies, convenience stores, and anything that sells food welders. pretty much. Yeah, welders is essential. It's also uh, fucking, so Kate works for a company that sells software to car dealerships. Yeah. Uh, car dealerships are considered essential because people need to be able to drive places. Yeah. Uh, and then Kate's employer went and took the additional step of having their employees deemed essential employees because yeah. they need to sell the software to the car dealerships that basically like, if you want to go, it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like if you want, if you try hard enough, like anybody on earth can be deemed an essential employee. Uh, if you're even just like remotely associated with. Yeah. Like if you look at VC's list of what's essential, uh, real estate's on there. Like no offense to our friend, Matt, who's a supremely good real estate seller. Lots of but... offense to Matt. Uh, <laughs> Eddie, and we hate him and he's watching uh, the yeah. live stream. So that's the only reason I said his name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I guess, Maybe if you need to sell your house, like you lost your job and you have to panic move, like get out from under that mortgage or something. So you want to sell it. But I don't imagine too many people are going to go to like an open house or be like, oh, hey, can we go do a viewing of that home right now? Like, I don't understand how, like, I get how you like need real estate, but I don't think anybody's going to be selling anything. That's the other thing is so many people like today's April 1st, first of the month, how many fucking people like bought new places back in like January or February and they're moving in today and they have to do that under, I mean, maybe it was easier for them because, uh, well, probably less easier because you probably couldn't hire movers to come and handle all your shit. So you're carrying yourself. Uh, but there's probably less traffic on the roads at least. So, Oh, there's definitely less, less traffic. Like I go to work now and I feel guilty how much it pleases me to drive to work and like, I barely have to stop for stoplights. Like it used to be like you'd stop at a stoplight and it would cycle three or four times before you get to go. And it's like, now it's like, if you stop, you're near like the third car in line. It like, it's amazing. Like if Vancouver didn't have traffic, it'd be the perfect city. And right now it's the perfect city <laughs> for, the, for at least the next. <laughs> and if the weather was a little nicer, it'd be. The yeah. Same. Except for, it doesn't, you can't really drive anywhere because everything's closed. Yeah. I'm really fucking looking forward to, uh, when it heats up, uh, to like, you know, well, I guess the hottest it gets here is like what? 25, 26, but, uh, no buildings in Vancouver have fucking air conditioning. Oh yeah. So we're all going to be like sheltering in place in fucking May and June and just like sweat. Like you think, it's a funny joke now that everyone does like conference calls and nobody's wearing pants. It's just like, <laughs> by May or June, like the rules of society are going to have gone out the fucking window and it's going to be me hanging out shirtless on like a zoom call with my CEO. Yeah, uh, dude, you're going to give that four day sweaty Coachella dick a run for its money this <laughs> summer. <laughs> I for real. Man. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to, uh, to cover? Uh, just mostly conjecture about conspiracy theories. Like I was thinking today, like it's fucking cold. Like I know everybody's like, everybody's got to be sick of Vancouver. It's complaining how it's cold, but it was like two degrees this morning. And I'm, I'm toying around with the idea that maybe one of the reasons it's colder is because there's not, there's no smog holding the heat in. 
like we lost like an insulation blanket because nobody's driving around to make that level of air pollution that would make it warmer, like trap the UV rays from bouncing back into space. Sounds scientific, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine, okay, just bear with me for a sec. Cause this is, this is like tenuous at best. So imagine that since the last, like however many years we've been heating the earth up and we've been melting the ice caps. And then, so like what's going to happen naturally is as the ice caps melt, there's going to be more water, water to surface area of the earth. So it's going to actually be like a cooling action. And then as it heats up and there's more water in the atmosphere and more CO2, there's going to be more plant food. So it's basically like we're building this earth that's going to like make a lot of plants. So it's kind of like trying to keep up with the level of pollution we had before. So, but now that we've taken it all away, what if it just like, it's like a jump start? And since all this stuff was like, since there's so much more water now to like, that would cool the earth, but the smog was keeping it warmer. What if just this like two months that we've had off just starts a chain reaction and we get a nice age? Oh, was that, was that the end of it? That's it. That's, that's my scientific take. It's more of like, Cool movie plot, I guess. Yeah. Maybe uh, I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. Wasn't this the, the day after tomorrow? Didn't that literally happen in a movie? <laughs> Actually, no, the day after tomorrow was a gigantic superstorm. It was like a it was a hurricane that was so big, the center of the hurricane opened up a spot and sucked in cold air from space and shot it down below the atmosphere and super cooled the earth. That's that's ridiculous. That would never happen. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Hour H Factory. Uh, whether you listened or joined us online, uh, we really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, hey, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I've been your co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can follow us both on the Twitter machine at Outrage Facts Pod or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Outrage Facts Pod. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, iTunes. I don't know if it's fixed now, but for a while you had to go and actually go to the store and go to get the episodes because they weren't automatically downloading. It wasn't just us. It was all the podcasts I checked. So Hopefully that's not like an understaffed problem at iTunes head office or whatever, but we're, yeah, we're still on iTunes. Even if you didn't get the last episode, we're still there. So maybe just go get it. But if you are on iTunes and you're listening to this, you already figured it out. So congrats. You did it. Yeah, Way to go. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we're going to start, video podcasting because we're going to start making videos of this. Uh, this was our first live stream. I hope all seven of you that watched really enjoyed it. And I hope we touched on Tiger King enough. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it and then we can talk about it, break it down later. Dale promises. Hey, if you go over to our Patreon right now, which is patreon.com slash outrage factory and kick us $2. Dale promises he will watch the entire season of Tiger King this week so we can talk about it on next week's podcast. That's a good deal. It, you know, I'll take it. I mean, two two bucks to make Dale do something is pretty cheap. Cover 
the portion of Dale's Netflix subscription that would be required. Oh, hey, you have a Crave login, right? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk after this. Okay. <laughs> um, and if you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you got get your podcasts. Uh, if you really like it, tell your friends about us. And if you really, really like it, give Dale two dollars, and we will watch <laughs> Tiger King and talk about it. And until next week, stay angry, but safe. <laughs>